Let Eurovision Queens begin! Hello, welcome, indeed, willkommen to Eurovision Queens. Yes, we're back for a new Eurovision season. And this year, we'll be covering not only the Eurovision Song Contest in Malmo, but also Melody Grand Prix and Melody Festival. That's right. We're really excited that we'll be giving extra coverage extra insight and review on the Norwegian selection process and the Swedish selection process. Because we are obsessed. Yes. I mean, this is because... what? Yeah, why is this happening, Ryan? Why have we decided to concentrate our efforts on these two national finals as well as good old Eurovision itself? Well, last year we had such a good time at Melody Festival in when we went to the finale and then saw the eventual winner. We did. But we were also obsessed with the finale of Melody Grand Prix. It was such a good year. Wasn't it? And yeah, just thought we may as well go to that one as well. Yeah. Because so, that's the thing. Yeah. We've got tickets to both. To both, yeah. So we're invested. We are totally invested. Purely for research purposes. Not enjoyment as well. Researching the amazingness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're here to tell you what we plan to cover this Eurovision season, 2023 through to 2024. Um, we've also been to Malmo recently, so we'll be talking a bit about that. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to start off by talking about something that I did this week that you didn't do. Do you know what I'm talking about, Ryan? Oh, God, there could be so many things. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you want me to say? It could be. Well, it's the fact that I voted in the ESC 250. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Can you tell the listeners what happened when you tried to vote in the ESC 250? I left it very last minute. Try to vote and then went backwards instead of submit or something yeah, and then had to do click, it all again click, and I just refresh. couldn't. Yeah. Just couldn't. Yeah. yeah. So when those results come out, we'll be interested to see what they are as well and see where my votes at least went in the in the order. I guess that comes out sometime before Christmas. But apart from that, we've been thinking about what we want to include in new episodes of Eurovision Queens. For anyone who's listening for the first time, we have been around for a while. How long is it now, Ryan? Year and a half. Year and a half, yeah. We've had a bit of a break for the last few months because everyone needs a break. Well, we've travelled a lot. We did. And yeah, podding and travelling is never easy. It's, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. They don't go together. But if you want to listen to our previous episodes on Melody Grand Prix and Melody Festival from 2023 and our special um, Eurovision 2023 episodes in Liverpool, they're all available as well as our regular episodes, which had a focus on songs from Eurovision past. First up, let's focus on Melody Grand Prix. We will have preview and reaction shows and actually be at the final on the 3rd of February in Trondheim. Or I think as they say in Norway, Trondheim. Or Trondheim. Uh, that's the same thing I said twice then. But anyway, <laughs> I'm trying very hard to get the pronunciation correct. We thought we'd be going to Oslo. Yes, we didn't realise until we bought the ticket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the semi-finals are in Oslo, but um, all of Norway's expensive. We're hoping Trondheim might be slightly cheaper than Oslo. And we've already been to Oslo. So it'd be good to go somewhere new. A new adventure. 
So why are we focusing on Melody Grand Prix? Well, partly because we enjoyed it last year. We've talked about that. But I think after Alessandra's top five placing at the 2023 contest and Ulrika Brandstorp winning the second place at the OGAE Second Chance contest, interest is at an all-time high for this, which will be the 62nd edition of Melody Grand Prix. So this is the contest that decides the Norwegian entry for the Eurovision Song Contest in 2024. And I think this is going to be great just because the Norwegians take this so seriously, don't they? Yes, and also our Spotify was littered with entries that didn't make it to the finale. Yeah, including my surprise top <laughs> artist. Now, as you know, if you listen to the podcast before, I wasn't the biggest fan of Alessandra singing Queen of Kings. But it ended up being my top song of the year, and I don't really quite know on my Spotify Unwrapped because I didn't like it that much, did I? No, but I think it's because we use my one in the car, my Spotify. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah. So it was going off a, a limited field yeah, of play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you had several artists in your top 10 from the Norwegian final, didn't you? I did. I did not have Alessandra. No. But I did have Skrellex, who was. Oh, a- yeah, the drag queen. She sang Love Again. Yep. Who else did you have? There's also Eileen Thorpe, who sang the brilliant Not Meant to Be. if that was my number one I love that so I was surprised that wasn't in your top five it was weird wasn't it yeah again it's because we listen to your Spotify more than mine Mm -hmm. as ever Norway's public broadcaster NRK will be running the Norwegian national final Melody Grand Prix and it will consist of three semi-finals and a final and when are they taking place between Ryan it's between the 13th of January and the 3rd of February so pretty much after Christmas yeah it is it's not long isn't it So I don't know whether you spotted on Instagram or on other socials when the lineup is going to be announced. The final list of 18 entries is going to be announced on the 5th of January 2024. And there's a rather nice bit from Stig Carlson on Instagram, who's the Norwegian head of delegation. And what was it he said we wanted to share? What a thrill to call up artists and their team to let them know that they have been chosen to participate in Norway's biggest music show. Yeah, so 18 lucky artists receiving that phone call from Stig Carlson. We look forward to finding out who's in the mix and whether it'll be anyone from previous years. Is there anyone you're hoping for? My good, good friends, Kano. Hi, we're We're Kano. Kano. And you're listening to Eurovision Queens. Of course. I feel like their diaries don't quite line up or something, so... Is it that? Because when I asked you last time, do you think Kano are going to take part again? You were like, I think your response was, they don't need to. Can you unpack that statement for me? I feel like they're certified Eurovision legends at this point. Mm. So doing any more would just maybe not tarnish that, but, you know, they're they're sort of at the top of their game at the minute. Yeah. Just feel like they just opened that Eurovision London party in 2023 so well. Yeah. So 
Like, they, they did Spirit in the Sky. They did Monument. They also did the new. They did their version of the Aha Sun All Shines on TV. Yeah, so good. And as we've shared before, we met them the night before. <laughs> <laughs> and... Yeah, because they did a full gig in heaven the night before. Yeah, and and because. Our, our outfits of choice. We we were fully gayed up that night. We were well, we kind of went like, as members of Kano. <laughs> we did effectively, yeah. <laughs> and they said we could be honorary members. Yeah. So that's kind of a, a contract now. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So if you see us on stage with Kano, you'll understand. And Tom may have winked at us. Yeah. So that's another sort of form of contract. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Very different contract. <laughs> anyway, can you tell me about the format for this year's Melody Grand Prix? So six entries will compete in each semi-final with three advancing to the final. And then nine songs will compete in that final with a 60% public vote and a 40% international jury. Yeah, so it's, it's a big deal, this one. It's, it's kind of like the Melody Festival and it's slightly smaller, but it's, it's one of those that goes out to international juries. It takes it seriously through having, yeah, three semi-finals. Yeah, and, um, and it, it gets that, what do we call it, like that, that pool of... Finding out how a song goes, not just over yeah. in Norway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is what I think is missing from so many other countries. That, you know, we have no idea how other people feel about it. But you know if you're going to send Alessandro, you're going to send Lorraine with Tattoo, that it's going to do well. Because it already polled well with international juries. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the venue, as we said, Trondheim or Trondheim. Um, the Spectrum there. And the hosts will be Marion Raven, who is a singer, and Frederick Solvang, whom I'm afraid I don't know. <laughs> but they look fun in their pictures. <laughs> Good. So, yeah, once the acts are announced and we know a bit more about the songs, next year we will have a dedicated preview show. And we will also, after we've experienced Melody Grand Prix, we'll also have a show dedicated to the final. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Eurovision Queens. Why not come and have a conversation with us on Twitter at EuroQueensPod or if you're on Instagram, we're Eurovision Queens where we're uploading lots of very exciting reels. On both of those, there's also a link in our bio to our Spotify playlist for everything that we've played in the show so far. Back to the show. fair to say that Melody Festival is the most watched national final of them all. A lot of people tuning in to see SVT's coverage of this event which takes place over several weeks in the new year as it does every year. We as we mentioned will be at the final in Stockholm on the 9th of March and we will be producing various preview episodes and as last year a reaction show as well in which we'll also what it's like to be there. Last time we were full of excitement because we'd met Lorraine and <laughs> <laughs> I famously thanked her personally after yep. the show in, in a very English way. She looked at me slightly confused but smiled. <laughs> that may or may not be the reason why we could not get tickets as close to the green room this year. Maybe we've been blacklisted. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> anyway. So why the interest in Melody Festival this year? Well, it's obvious, but tell people, right? 
Well, after Lorien's historic second win in Liverpool, Woo! all eyes are on Sweden as it prepares to host the Eurovision Song Contest in Malmo. Side note, yeah. second place on OGAE's second chance was the runner-up, yeah. Marcus and Martinez, who were also back this year. Ah, yes, of course. So the question is, does Sweden want to win again? Yeah. And we know full well that some taxpayers in Stockholm are sort of relieved that they wouldn't be taking on the hosting duties. Yeah. What with their plans for a temporary arena yeah, were on the docks. Yeah, it sounded like the Millennium Dome plan and it's kind of a shame that they don't have that longevity that um, plan that they were thinking of of having other events there in the future. Yeah. But you could argue they've got a lot of arenas in Stockholm, haven't they? They've got Globen, they've got the Friends Arena. But Yeah, but it's the whole thing about Eurovision needing about a month beforehand and then oh, I think right. it's two or three weeks afterwards. Was, you said someone was booked in at the Friends Arena. Well, Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, someone. Yeah, is there around Eurovision time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's a show in itself. So obviously we have a special relationship with, with Mello now, having been there last year and really taking it quite seriously and particularly enjoying the Melfest weekend as well, the, the pre-party and yes. after-party, which was great fun, which we will be attending again. But um, I thought we'd just briefly look at who's performing this year from the list of 30 participants. Returning artists include Marcus and Martinez, who we've already mentioned. Yeah, they are Norwegian, but they've kind of got this affinity with Sweden now, and they're, they're interested in winning Melody Festival and rather than Melody Grand Prix, it seems. Yeah. Now, one of the artists you must feel particularly proud about having come back, and that is Adam Woods, who last year performed with John Henrik Falgren. So why was this a I, key person? Oh, I really hope I was on podcast for <laughs> saying this and not just randomly somewhere, but I did feel that that was a torch passing moment where Adam Woods was sort of like the understudy and then would be the main act the following year so I feel happy that he was and he was good I liked him yeah. I liked his part in that song yeah it was probably the strongest part of it absolutely yeah also have Maria Sur, who did very well. She won her heat last year, Maria being from Ukraine. And in the final, it didn't come over in the same way. It didn't mm. do that well, did it? It wasn't in the top. No, but it had that moment where everyone's camera torches were lit. Mm. And that was quite a it magical was. moment in Arena. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how it came across on TV quite yeah. so much. And the last returnee is... Well, your favourite... Smash into pieces. Why are you saying my favourite? Because you didn't even put them on your playlist last year. It was the one song that you excluded. And yet, do you remember in the arena? No. You don't remember? No. I, I know what you're thinking of and that oh, wasn't what you did. That was <laughs> that was your other second favourite The one I hated artist, Panatos, which I, I Which you got all them. excited about and high-fived them when they ran past. <laughs> and then you were like, why did I do that? <laughs> Okay, it wasn't Smash Into Pieces. Mm. But Smash Into Pieces um, heralded as, you know, different for Mello because they're a rock outfit and they have that mysterious person with a mask and mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. But yeah, back again so soon, all four of those artists. It'll be interesting to see how they do. But they are not the only ones returning. Who else is returning, Ryan? 
So my absolute favourite, the one that I'm the most excited about, is Cassiopeia. Tell us why you like Casio Payer. So she performed in 2021. Yeah. With I Can't Get Enough. Which is such a good which song. Which was such a good song. She got she, to the final, didn't she? She got to the final. Yeah. She, I believe she got to the second chance route. Mm-hmm. So she played a couple of times. But she's also a co-writer on Tattoo. Of course she was. And also a co-writer on Alexandra's winning American Song Contest song. So she's the only person who's technically won both. Gosh, that's a pedigree, isn't it? Yeah. And she's just got really good songs. And she's your pick, isn't she, really? She's my pick. Yeah. yeah. Everyone will know that Danny Saucedo's back, mm-hmm. who, of course, famously, lots of second places at Mellow. He's never won it. Yeah. He was at the Mellow final last year, performing Yeah, he did his little his victory hits. lap, didn't yes, he? he? But did. he missed Dandy Dancer. He which... did miss Dandy Dancer, which is our favourite, but he did do In the Club. and Yeah. So, Danny Saucedo, who... People are saying, oh, he's the winner because he's Danny Saucedo. It's like, it doesn't work like that. No, absolutely not. But if anyone is going to be the instant winner... Tell me. It would be Dotter. Dotter. Tell people who don't know about Dotter about Dotter. People know Dotter. (laughs) Okay. People know Dotter. But for those who don't know, she came second to the Mamas in 2020 with Bulletproof. That was her big sort of famous one. And then she came back the following year, I think it was, with yep. Little Tot. Of course. And then she went off to have a little tot of her own. Uh-huh. And now this is her sort of triumphant return. She has been there before all of those, but I believe she failed to qualify from okay. her semi. So this will be her fourth time. Good knowledge. And I'll tell you, can I add in some of my knowledge? Now I'm learning Swedish. Dotter is Swedish for daughter. Yeah. There you go. All the Swedish fans groaning, saying, yeah, of course it is, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and apologies for any names we fail to say correctly, because we've not heard them very much. But in the following list of returnees, there'll be quite a few here that we'll be saying wrong, including Lisa Ajax, that's how you'd say it in English, Mm -hmm. who has represented, um, or attempted to represent Sweden several times at Melody Festival. Elisa Lindstrom, Samir and Victor, Liamu, I'm I'm hoping that's how you say it. Clara Klingenstrom, Lasse Stefans, and Medina, all returning artists. And Clara Klingenstrom, yeah. she was the one that was at, I believe it was 2021, and I really liked her song as well. It's a little bit alternative. Okay. <laughs> Interestingly, it was in Swedish. Right. So... We like that, don't we? We do, yeah. And maybe it's time 
Sweden sent a Swedish song. I mean, I'm trying to think in recent years, uh, the songs in Swedish that we've liked. I mean, Teos with Melade. Mm. What else? Oh, there's been a few, but yeah, they're, they're ones that are further in the back of our minds. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll refer to them as we go on. Um, also amongst the lineup, having watched Drag Race Feria, mm-hmm. which sadly is not going to be renewed, we've heard. So it doesn't look like it. Yeah, mm. we had a drag queen from, from that series who was performing following Skrillex's go at Melody Grand Prix. We have who at... It's Electra. Electra, who, who I think came fourth. fourth. She, I think, I think she fourth. just missed out on the finale. So we had Amira Thunderpussy, who won it. We had Fontana, and we also had Vanity Vane. So yeah, Electra was fourth. Right. But wouldn't it be wonderful if any of those three also had a go? Brilliant. Or back in dances. I can't see any of them being Electra's back in dances. <laughs> no, I can't see It'd that. be fun. Yeah. And other people that would be familiar to anyone in Sweden, um, who we will talk about as we get into the previews. I think that it's fair to say we want to go beyond the big names. Of course, we'll talk about Dotter and Danny Saucedo and Cassiopeia and other people who've come back before. But we are going to talk about the others and beyond the ones who were in it last year. I think there's a danger that you could just think, oh, let's just look at the favourites or the ones we've heard of. Mm. No, there's a load of people this year who haven't been in Melody Festival and before, which is great. It's good to bring that new talent in. It'll be interesting to see if an outsider could win it. It's, It's entirely possible. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Because Marcus and Martinez gave Lorien a run for our money last year. They did. And we were very close to the action <laughs> when we saw their reaction. They were devastated not to win, weren't they? Yeah, but it was a nail-biting... It really was. Yeah. Even though Lorien got so much from the from the international juries and, you know, all from the Swedish audience, it was still quite close wasn't it felt it to us in the arena because we were so nice (laughs) yeah so anyway let's talk about the format for this year's melody festival which has already um garnered a lot of column inches i'm sure in afton blardet because it's different to previous years it's in fact the last three years have all been different in terms of format and this Mm. is a new version again ryan can you explain at least the start of it (laughs) (laughs) wow so a total of 30 entries will take part in the competition, yeah. two more than previous editions, yeah, across five heats. So, so maths here—that's six in each, is it? Yeah, five sixes are thirty. Yeah, quick maths there. Yeah. Each heat will consist of six songs, <laughs> with the top two songs directly qualifying to the finale. Yeah, and the third and fourth place songs going to a runoff vote at the end of the fifth heat. Okay, so wait a minute. You've got five heats, six performing in each. Yeah. The two winning songs, the first two place songs, go through to the final directly. Yeah. Third and fourth go into a runoff vote. So can you explain that to me? Before, there used to be a dedicated heat to the second chances. And I think the idea here is that because they used to have a whole episode dedicated to those songs and would perform them again, it gave them more airtime true yeah so people became more attached to those songs than the ones that they only heard once in like weeks one and two and then didn't hear it again until the finale which is why someone like tonus achalius yeah who went through in first place for a heat no she was second place in her heat all right but then came last in the finale yeah because everybody else had so many extra plays and we were thinking of like mariette Mm-hmm. And um, who else? Um, Kiana. I think Theos as well. And Theos, yes. Theos, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. this will be just tacked onto the end of Heat 5 rather than its own week. So that's likely to be a longer show, Heat 5. 
mm-hmm. and they will just play the songs as they were performed at each heat. Yeah. And I understand that the vote for that is based on votes on the on the previous heat's nights, but also on opening the phone lines again once people have been reminded of, of who they were. Oh, OK. So it'll be, a, it'll be a sum of both those types of votes. I'm glad that they always try something rather yeah. than stick it one way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if this works or not. Yeah. So we've talked about Melody Grand Prix. We've talked about Melody Festival. And what after that, Ryan? Well, so far in our diaries, we then go straight to Eurovision 2024 in Malmo. We do. And And we've got some tickets. We actually managed to get some semi-final tickets. Yeah, we didn't get final (laughs) tickets, but hey. Live semi-final tickets. Yeah. Semi-final one. Exactly. But it was a bit of a weird story connected to it, wasn't it? In that we actually got the tickets while we were actually in Malmo. Yeah, so what's happened since we were last podding was yeah. you got some work in Malmo. Yeah, out of the blue, I got an email saying, oh, we'd like to hire you to come and work at Malmo University. I'm like, really? <laughs> That's weird. Particularly as we were saying on the podcast, it'd be great if we could make some contacts or friends in Malmo mm. and we could maybe get an apartment there. And during my work at Malmo University, I overheard someone saying, oh, I'm trying to let out my apartment. <laughs> and I was like, jumped on them. Yes. Basically. So hopefully we've got our apartment sorted. Uh which is bizarre but there you go but i thought we'd just take a few moments to talk about malmo seeing as we've just been there so ryan start us off what we're going to talk about first i feel like the first thing should be that the venue is not as central as you would think yeah it's actually nearer to the bridge isn't it to the end of the bridge when you come from copenhagen you go over the famous bridge from the tv series yes so as we landed in copenhagen yeah to get the train to Malmo, yeah. the arena is sort of two thirds of the way in. Yeah, yeah. Rather than the full, it was like a half an hour train ride. Yeah. And it's about 20 minutes yeah. from Copenhagen. So, yeah, the Malmo Arena, multi purpose indoor arena in Malmo, Sweden, um, has ice hockey games there. It's the second largest indoor arena in Sverige. And it's at Hilly, which is a suburb of Malmo, as Ryan said, quite close to the bridge over from Copenhagen. Much more important than that, food and drink. So talking to locals, they told us Malmo was famous for falafel. Yes, but you had a very good reason for not trying the falafel in Malmo, didn't you? Well, as a vegan, I have to eat quite a bit of falafel and I have to eat a lot of bad falafel because it's often the only choice. Yeah. And I don't want to taste good falafel because it will ruin all falafel for me. So because of that, I did not have any. I think that's a unique insight into your character. That's the way my brain works. Yeah. Because as soon as you explain that to people, they're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, we went out with the people who hired me in Malmo to a noodle bar, which we recommend if you're going to spend some time in Malmo. The Pinkhead Noodle Bar. Yes. Which um, had a vegan option, which we both enjoyed very much, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. I can't remember what it was now. I think it was, was, was it a ramen or was I it think... a piang piang? Yeah. 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 But what was interesting was one of the people who I was working with, she had actually previously worked at the Pinkhead Noodle Bar and had introduced the vegan menu, the vegan options onto the menu. Which yes. Um, shout out to Tereas Hagen, if you're listening. So we're looking forward to going back to Malmo. We will definitely be there for some of the contest. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. We haven't worked out yet what else we're doing. Whether we stick around and enjoy the atmosphere. But we'll definitely be doing one of our episodes direct from Malmö. Yes. 
Finally, this episode, we thought we'd start to talk about Eurovision participants, the ones that have already qualified or have been chosen to take part in Eurovision 2024. So who are the artists that we've got already announced? So from Slovenia, we have Raven, who is apparently singing a song called Veronica. We also have from the Netherlands, Joost Klein, who seems, he looks a bit like a novelty act, no idea. Got a little bit of a ticks vibe. Has he? I think, yeah. I was reminded of further back. I was reminded of um, of a guy who used to represent Germany. Um, the one who sang Wada Huda Du Da Da. And for France, we have the song Mon Amour, sung by Slimon. So we're going to hear a bit of that now because it's the only one where the song has actually been released and we can listen to it. So here is some of Mon Amour. Mon amour, dis-moi à quoi tu penses. Si tout ça sens, désolé si je te dérange. Mon amour, te souviens-tu de nous? Du premier rendez-vous, c'était beau, c'était fou. almost all we have time for in this edition of Eurovision Queens. The idea was really we would explain what we plan to do this season. Hope you're on board for that. Maybe get you a bit excited about the process and the different semi-finals and heats and finals that we're going to be talking about, previewing and reacting to. Um, one thing finally to cover though is how can people keep up with Melody Grand Prix and Mellow? Oh, so they both have really good apps or websites mm. to visit. So it's all sort of on demand. They're both the networks, like BBC would be mm-hmm. for us. Norway is NRK. Yeah. And Sweden is SVT Play. Yeah. And, you you know, you, I think we cast it to our TV last year. But, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can cast it pretty easily through the apps on your phone. And um, can you vote? I remember voting for Melody Grand Prix. I think you can through the apps Hmm. or through an additional app. Hmm. I'm not sure if it's through sort of like what would be the iPlayer app. But yeah, I know know from experience watching Melody Festivalin on a laptop, if you put the subtitles on in Chrome, it will sometimes translate it live. So it does sometimes 
do that a little bit. Yeah. But obviously for the finale, they have English commentary. Yeah. If anybody doesn't know that, because mm-hmm. it's such a big thing now, you can actually watch a stream with like the Graham Norton commentary throughout mm. with two broadcasters from the arena in English. Yeah. yeah. So it's really easy to watch. Yeah. It absolutely monopolizes our Saturday evenings, doesn't it? Yeah. In, in the new year. February and March. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if, if as we plan to, to get into Melody Grand Prix a bit earlier this year, it'll also monopolize our evenings in January. <laughs> yeah. So we're all ready for the new season to start. We're excited. We hope you are too. We hope to be your guides, um, offer you insights, offer you our reviews, of our thoughts on the songs and the artists. As we head rushing into Eurovision 2024 and all the joy that that involves. But we're still going to do some of our regular episodes as well, aren't we? Provided we have time. Provided we have time. We'll yes. pepper those through. Okay, good. I, I like, I like your this... confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, just to say, next time we will be joined by a Swede. A good friend of ours, Anna Korgadal from Uppsala, which is just north of Stockholm. Anna will be taking us through what it's like to watch Melody Festivalen, um, her time with children and Melody Festivalen, and just have her memories of of mellow artists um, from the past, and also her take on the presenters of this year, which are causing a bit of excitement amongst the population of Sweden. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking to Anna next time with her very Swedish insights into mellow. But I think that's all we have time for. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at EuroQueensPod. And Instagram, where we are Eurovision Queens. And you can always email us at EurovisionQueens at gmail.com. And please share our stuff. It means people will find out about us. And fantastic if you're listening to us from Sweden and Norway. We'd love that to happen. It's happened to us once where we got spotted by voices by someone who listened to the pod. So yes. if you hear us and you recognise our voices... Oh, I see, yes. Come and say hello to us. <laughs> you were tapped on the shoulder at a gig and they were like, are you Eurovision Queens? Yeah, please do that. It makes us feel very happy. Makes us feel very important. <laughs> when we're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, until next time, I've been Andy. I've been Ryan. Keep eurovision ing 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 No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Eurovision Queens. If you enjoyed the episode, I know that Andy and Ryan would love to hear from you on email, Twitter or Instagram. Better still, why not leave them a review on Apple Podcasts so that other Eurovision fans can find them.